Blog Talk Radio. That's right. Welcome, everybody, to What's Brewing, a show where we can say whatever we want. A sports show where you can say whatever you want. How novel of a concept is that? But that's what we're here to do for you. We will give you that opportunity for the next two hours. Give us a call, 646-929-2192, or email us at whatsbrewingshow at a- You know, let's see, how long has it been since we actually did a show together? God. I, no I mean, clue. I did joke around last week, like, don't call us a comeback. We've been here for years, but you're Christ. Mm-hmm. a long time. All right. a long time. So my, um, um, so, uh, so a buddy of mine is, um, you know, I know I met working where I used to work before. Where I work yeah. now, uh, mm-hmm. you know, give out free ads for one place, and <laughs> I'm sure as hell not getting in trouble there <laughs> for doing that. Yeah, right. Probably have to like, probably at some point have to clear this with somebody. Um, but <laughs> probably. Probably. We'll just you know keep this one. You know, like we're in Jersey. Uh, but a buddy of mine mm-hmm. is. Um, It's very tight in proper whiskey, uh, proper number 12 okay. Irish whiskey, uh, the Conor McGregor stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you mm-hmm. ain't got no problem with me, you know, I don't know, calling proper number 12 Irish whiskey the official Irish whiskey of what's brewing. And there is no no, so I'm guessing, hey, it's a proper welcome to one of my best friends and, and, and uh, someone who... Hell was here at the start, and then uh, mm-hmm. kind of lost our way a little bit. We both got married. Mm-hmm. Think about it. We weren't even married yep. the last time we did this fucking show together. No, we were um, not. Then we lived like 10 minutes apart. Now we're 10 fucking states apart. Uh, my right. buddy, Pat, Scotty Isaacson. Um, Solange, welcome back. Good to be back, man. Good, Good to be back, George. Hey. And if you don't think that I do actually have a proper whiskey sitting here on the desk right with me now, it's hot toddy season in my house. Oh, no, it's hot toddy season in my house. Like, it is, like, that time of year where it's, like, 70 on Saturday, balls Mm -hmm. cold and raining and shit on Sunday, and George gets gets a little bit of scratch in the throat, and, you know, it's a proper Sunday. So, uh, that's right. going to love me by the time this show's end over. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do today? Absolutely fucking nothing. Don't you love that? Like the whole being married thing. What are you going to do today? Fuck nothing. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I work exactly. all fucking week. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like I'm like Jason Aldean, kid. Now I work all week, cleaned up, clean cut, and clean shaved. Just gotta get the mm-hmm. sixty-eight part of that whole conversation there working. What the fuck? You know, I always thought Black Talk sucked. They just, be, you know, I figured, hey, we haven't done a show in six years or whatever the fuck it's been. 
It's got to get better, right? No, 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 Why would it do that? Um, no, why would, why would we not have the same technical difficulties why? we had six years ago? No. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like we pay 40 bucks a month for this fucking thing. Mike. <laughs> um, not going to lie, orange vanilla Coke. Seriously, could yeah. quite possibly be pushing Mandu as the best soda that I've ever had. Um, but um, did you watch the end of Purdue and Virginia last night? No, I did not. I was flipping a bunch of things. I, I, I honestly, I, I didn't do brackets this year, and I've not been keeping. I'm not expecting to be getting back and doing a sports show. So I haven't been keeping up with the NCAA as much as I should, but. My favorite part of this is Scotty wasn't expecting to do it, keep doing a show until quarter of midnight last night. Um, That's right. But uh, but here's the thing. Like, I'm sitting there watching you last night. Purdue's mm-hmm. up three. They take mm-hmm. the intentional foul. Okay. Let them fucking shoot. Let them shoot. Let them try this. Right. I hate that intentional foul mm-hmm. shit. Oh, let's give them a two on. Let's give them a shots on the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, Cozy from no. uh, Virginia hits the first one. Mm-hmm. Clanks the second one. Mm-hmm. Rebound goes all the way into the back court. There's like five seconds left at this point. Oh boy, Cozy goes back, gets it. No look behind the back pass to to this kid to old boy Cousy in Virginia. I'm not giving dude. I'm not even trying to think of names right now. It's too fucking early, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Cousy tips it in. Tie game, <sighs> overtime. I'm yelling. Hey, none of you motherfuckers sitting there paying attention. What the fuck? How does homeboy? No, like, Scotty. It wasn't like he threw a behind the back pass. It was like a fucking Jesus Christ prayer. No. This mm-hmm. fucking kid is at the uh, goes through the circles. He's at the three point mm-hmm. line on the other side of the floor. Whips mm-hmm. a back hit, backwards pass, half the length of the floor. Homeboy's just sitting here, catches it for a tip in, and you know everybody oh. who's a UCF fan and a uh, who the fuck did Duke just beat and a Virginia Tech fan is going fucking really. We get good mm-hmm. looks at the rim oh, and we can't tip him in. Oh boy, cuz he's sitting there throwing a sixty-five yard, sixty-five foot fucking basketball pass, baseball pass. It's hmm? like so what the fuck? That's yeah, right. That's it. I, basketball I, I, guy. I, I, but it, that's some Sister Jean mm-hmm. shit right there. I was like, where's, yeah, that? where's I, Sister I, Jean at? <laughs> I agree with, but I agree with you. But from the start, George, I mean, it, I understand that the chances of that happening. And again, we've gotten into a day and age in, in sports where, and I, I think we could do probably a whole two hours on on analytics. Please, please, and, and please, please, no, 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 no. Please don't. No, I'm tired. Exactly. Of, I, dude, I, fucking baseball started Thursday. If I hear the word launch angle one more time, I'm going to beat somebody. Please, dear oh, God, I'll get. So, that, that's know, my baseball but ring. Did, but fuck. This is this is what this has come to. This is why you listen to this but show. The, but the pro, but the but the point is, you're absolutely right. It is 
harder to hit that three ball than have than foul him, let him go to the line, mm-hmm. miss the second, get a rebound, and score again. I, I really wish I could find like I, I I probably have this like the score probably has it so I could send you this so you can watch it so I can listen to you like legitimately mm-hmm. listen to this because um, mm-hmm. the score is great for that crap. Mm-hmm. Of course, I deleted them. Hey, look at that. Hey, I didn't know Russell Martin was still in baseball until the other day. I was like, God damn, he's still playing. Um, let me see if I can find it. Mm-hmm. Back in L.A. Oh my god! What is it? I've watched the last two times I've watched the Dodgers on a Friday night. Hmm. The game's gone thirteen in. I. It's just stupid. Longest, yeah, longest game, regular season game in in Dodger Stadium history. Six hours to play a thirteen inning game. And they Scotty, I really wish why. I knew how to send this to you. Oh, wait. Let me see if I can do it this way. All right. They wonder why nobody watches baseball anymore. I mean, here you go. Yeah, exactly. Friday night, I'm driving home. Mm-hmm. Friday night, I am driving home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, like, if I get to a certain part of a certain, like, road that I take home, I'm 20 minutes away mm-hmm. from home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mind you, I, no bullshit, got to this certain part, and the Seattle mm-hmm. Mariners made a pitching change. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they make a pitching change at this mm-hmm. point. They, I got home 20 minutes later. The guy was still pitching. He threw 17 pitches in that time. And they, and and I was listening on the Sirius app, not even like Sirius in Mm -hmm. the car. Because I couldn't stand, mm-hmm. I wanted to listen to Joe Castiglione. I mean, if you're going to listen to the Boston mm-hmm. Red Sox, you listen to Joe Castiglione. Right. My friend did, I sent it right. right? And even he's like, Joe's like falling asleep. Joe's actually falling asleep while this guy's throwing pitches. 45 seconds between pitches. We went through an off 45 seconds between pitches. I, what the fuck? We, we baseball has to get this through. I think he's just doing it to piss yeah, people no. off at this point. Yeah, we went through an off season talk, <clears throat> talking about, in baseball, talking about three things pretty much. Where were Machado and Harper going to sign? So they finally did. Mm-hmm. This free agency issue where it took so long for those guys to sign, a hundred and whatever number of players may still be out there in free agency. The big market teams are either 
afraid to go or, or not interested in going over the, the luxury tax threshold, the second luxury tax threshold. So we're sitting there now with Craig Kimbrell unsigned, Dallas Keiko mm-hmm. unsigned. Yep. And then we were talking about Rob Manfred and what he is going to unilaterally put into Major League Baseball come 2020. And one of the one of those things was a pitch clock to make games. Look out of here. You know. Look out of here. To take That's time. Not, I know. Not gonna I help. get their thought process here. That ain't gonna speed up fucking baseball. No, it's not. You know what? But this if is, you start, George, this, is, this is their own fault, though. This is absolutely their own fault because we just talked about it. Five minutes ago, and we brought up the elephant in the room, which is analytics. And because this sport is dominated at this point by analytics, and it takes so long for these managers, these new school managers, to decide based on every number known to man what they're going to do, the game is slower rather than faster. Yeah. Why do I have to watch? Get, Gary Sanchez have a ri- have, right. Oh have my a God! They're not quarterbacks in the NFL. Right. Right. <laughs> I watch Austin Meadows so of the Tampa Bay Rays of the Tampa Bay Rays pull out a laminated card out of his back pocket yeah. every play to see the scouting report. Yeah. Bite me. Exactly. You know, it's funny. Last night, I'm watching the Phillies because, like, the Yankees are over, you know. Mm-hmm. The, Yankees, the Red Sox mm-hmm. don't play till later. Um, mm-hmm. Bruins were over, so there's, like, nothing really on at that point. And um, mm-hmm. I'm watching the Phillies because, you know, I look in that mm-hmm. area where I can, you know, watch the Phillies. But it's still not blocked mm. down on MLB.tv, so that's a good thing, right? And, yeah, and, and Michael Jack Schmidt, <laughs> Michael Jack Schmidt's in there in the in, in the booth, and, and and they're literally talking about all this analytics and shit. And Mike Schmidt said, "You know, they used to complain that I was so overly analytical when I played." Mm. And then. But, uh, I think it was Todd McCarthy. Just doing. Mm. Well, what would you be considered as today? And Kruk goes, he wouldn't have to fucking think. <laughs> They'll just pull out a, a, a dry erase board from their back pocket. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> They're doing this yep. in college now. I know. I mean, the Mariners pitching coach, I don't think ever played above college baseball. But he's an analytics guy. Analytics guy? I think he taught analytics in college. Sports <laughs> psychology or some crap. I, 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 this is what's funny. I was just on the Mariners' website, and I was like, eh, mm. I need, I can get off that. And then it's like, oh, you know what? Let me bring this back up. Um, <laughs> Mariners' famous players. <laughs> Still A-Rod and Ken Griffey Jr. I love you, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Love you, Instagram, or whatever it is. Um, Whatever the fuck I was looking at. Uh, Coach 
pitches. Let's see. Yeah, I think your pitching coach like never played above college baseball. Paul Davis. Mm-hmm. Let's see his bio here. The bio not even available. How about that? You got a guy who's <laughs> on your staff that you wouldn't even take the time to put a bio together. To, to, like, put a, to make a bio you, available. Didn't you, like, literally have enough time to do this? Like, Probably I mean, the guy was there that. in the offseason. Yeah. Maybe they just mm-hmm. – don't you have the offseason in that office and go, hey, is the website ready to go for opening day? Yep. Hey, uh, do we have anything on uh, Paul Davis? <laughs> All right, here you go. He's got a Wikipedia page, Scotty. So he's still doing better than us. He's got the shortest um, Wikipedia page of anybody I've ever seen. Paul Davis is a 55-year-old man. He was born in 1964. It doesn't even have his birthday. He is the pitching coach for your Seattle Mariners. He was previously... Ready for this? Scotty, tell me this isn't mm-hmm. a fucking corporate title right here. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bob. How are you, Bob? He was the, like, Jesus Christ. If this guy, like, I'm going to say this, but if he was in if he was in office space, this guy would have mm-hmm. met with the two Bobs and go, so what do you do? <laughs> well, I, God damn it, if I knew I was going to do this today, I so would have had that clip from office space. Put that in in my post-production or something. Um, what do you do? Well, I, I'm the go-between between the customer and the tech guys. He was previously the manager of pitching analytics. What the fuck? The manager what do you do for a living there, Paul? Analytics. <laughs> so what do you do there, Paul? I'm the manager of pitching analytics for the St. Louis Cardinals. And what do you do? Do exactly. Do. <laughs> what? <laughs> I sit in, I sit in front of a computer and watch guys pitch through a whatever that machine is called that they have now. That the. Oh my god. Seriously. Oh. Is that not? You work in the cubicle world. I know. Right. Right? Is that not a cubicle sure. world type of thing? Oh, yeah. What do you do, Without Bob? Oh, what was that character's name in Office Space? That's what. I go wake my wife up to ask her if I don't want to do that because I'm not going to yell that. Oh, what the hell is the name? What's that guy's name? What do you do? I'm the, I'm the liaison between. Damn, I should really look that up now. Um, yeah, that's it. Davis was the head coach at Dana College. Where the fuck? Okay. Oh, is it def- it's, Scotty? It's not even a real college anymore. It's defunct. It didn't bring <laughs> defunct in Blair, Nebraska. Is that a good? All right. Where he was twice named. 
Nebraska Iowa Athletic Conference Coach of the Year. So did you go? Pretty much. No, it's an NIAI school. He was the pitching coach for the Johnson. So what the fuck did this guy be doing do between 1999 and 2013? What the fuck? What the fuck? Literally, I've gotten to the point where there's nothing for 15 years, 14 years. And then it's like, he was a pitching coach for the Johnson City Cardinals in 13 and 14 before becoming the Cardinals assistant minor league pitching coordinator in Ooh. 16 and 17. He played his high school baseball at Osceola High School in Kissimmee. Played ball okay. at Valencia Community, Valencia Community College in Creighton. But this is like before Creighton was in the Big East. So, like, so let's figure. He played there in the 80s. Like, what was Creighton baseball like in 1984? That's what we have the Google machine for. <laughs> Just so we can make – do you realize how hard I'm working to make fun of this guy? Yeah. I can't – there's nothing here that I can actually make fun of him with because I have no fucking idea, like – this is what we have, like, again, this is what we have come to in Major League Baseball. Where... Wait, hold on, wait, hold on, this is funny. So I'm looking at Creighton's 1984 roster. Hmm? There's no fucking roster for them. Batting stats for one guy, and there's pitching stats for two people. <laughs> Yeah, nothing. Maybe somebody should call Creighton and ask them, like, what the fuck? But this is this is where we've come to with with mm-hmm. baseball, where we're hiring, where we're hiring managers and pitching coaches that yep. effectively are analytics guys. They are not even they they, they didn't get above you know. With, with with this guy, he didn't even play minor league baseball. No, he played at no. But he played at Creighton when Creighton was in the Missouri Valley Conference. They were. Oh, hold on, you know what? I I, I need I, I need to like I don't know do something. Um, <laughs> twenty five minutes in, we we need a break, don't we, or something? Yes, we should. We yeah, should let's do that. Yeah, we should do one of those. Um, George, George Bruce showing that lemony fresh in the rebirth with uh, old cousin Scott Isaacson here. God damn, dude, that, that rubber whiskey's hitting me pretty hard right now. <laughs> I want to give this to the world as as a gift from myself and from Ireland. This is who I am. I am an Irishman, a true Irishman, proper. Proper Irish whiskey. Proper 12. It's in the name. Twelve is the district I come from. 
It's a small suburb in Dublin, Ireland called Crumlin. It's a place dear to my heart. With each bottle and with each case we sell, we are going to give back to the first responders. They are the people who enter the buildings when people are running out. And that's, that's heroic to me. Hi, this is Bob Sosi, the voice of the Patriots, and you're listening to the What's Ruining Sports Radio Network. Scott, you see how far we've come now? It's Bob Sochi? Yes. The voice yes. of my New England Patriots. A man who has gotten to call three Super Bowl titles in five years. Yeah, I remember when I did that interview with Sochi. Right? And this was like mm-hmm. years ago. Like, like right after he got the job with Zoak. And I was like, are you afraid to work mm. with Scott Zolak? And he goes, I think I can control him. And I was like, Cuz, you nope. ain't doing that. Nope. Scott Zolak is an American fucking treasure. Um, I, you know, here's the funny thing. So thank you to proper t- number 12 for hooking us up there. Um. The fact that it's imported by a place in Jersey City makes me so happy. Um, and I just realized mm-hmm. that. Phenomenal. And Proper 12 is really good. But I, I was looking for stuff on, online because it was like, you know, I was like, I don't want them to work hard to send me over stuff, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, I'll just pull it off YouTube, kid. Um, and that's right. Do you know how many people have reviewed this whiskey on Facebook, on on YouTube? And I'm like, oh, what do you really know about whiskey? Yeah, it's like stupid. Here's the thing. It tastes mm-hmm. good. It drinks well. It tastes really good with ginger ale, just like the other stuff that comes in a green bottle from Ireland. I mean, like, <clears throat> give me a break. Um, Manager Scotty, you are the manager of show analytics for the What's Green and Sports Radio Network. Congratulations! <laughs> that's my that's, that's my new title. That that that's my new official title. Know, that, that will that that when we we ever decide we'll to put that on your business card. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. Co-host, co-host, slash, co-host slash manager of analytics. <laughs> Listener analytics. Oh. What do they like about this show? Nothing. (laughs) What do you like about the show? Nothing. What do you really like about the show? It's like the Howard Stern thing in in the movie. The average Howard Stern fan listens for an hour and a half. Why? Most common reasons, we want to see what he'll say next. Okay, Mm -hmm. what about the non-fans? They're an interesting group. They listen for two hours. Why? If they don't like him, why do they listen? Most common answer, we want to see what he'll say next. <laughs> you know you got it. When both when both sides see your answer in, I want to see what they're going to say next. But he says, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, what, what's going to come out of my fucking pie hole next? Um, it's usually the answer <laughs> that everybody wants, <laughs> especially when it's... <laughs> Proper number twelve day in my in, in my house. Um, hey, so ready for this one? WrestleMania is next Sunday. 
It's a giant stadium. It's in Tampa next yeah. year, Scotty. Hint, hint. Oh. Yep, 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 yep. It's at the pirate ship. Pirate ship. Oh, ar. Yeah, ar. Yeah, 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 right. I bet arr. you it's a lot cheaper than it is fucking this year. I don't even want to know say, what it is up there. Let's just say I bought tickets a couple weeks ago. Mm. Two weeks ago, actually, on, on StubHub. Mm. Because mm. it's sold out. Mm. Limited view mezzanine tickets. Mm-hmm. I could have paid for one seat of my Bruins season tickets for next year on what I paid for four. Wow. Yeah. Big number right there. So what? What made you buy Bruins season tickets next year? Okay, so here's the whole thing. Okay. Oh, you really are good. At, we're really good at this whole this week's bitch about the devil segment. Brought to you mm-hmm. by me and <laughs> proper number 12 Irish whiskey. Because this could be a better one than last week's was. If you want to indulge me, Scott. So here's what happened. I've always had, like, a soft spot for the Bruins. Anybody that's listened to this network knows that. Um, my wife is a Devils fan. A mm-hmm. diehard Devils fan. I am a... Mm-hmm. Eh, I'll root for the Devils. Mm-hmm. I grew up a Devils fan, but the kind of... Same reason with, like, the way the Patri- the Giants fucked me as a kid where I became a Patriot fan. Mm-hmm. The Devils did. Mm-hmm. You know, with John McClain. Shout out Carter mm-hmm. McLean making the um, NHL. John Carter McLean. Uh, what's what's John McLean's kid? It's John Carter, right? I'm not sure. I think it's John Carter. But shout out to him and Clarkson for making the um, for winning the ECAC for Clarkson. Remember when ECAC was the hockey like mecca of college yes. hockey? Now yeah. I was like, where the fuck is, I'm like sitting there going, where the fuck is Clarkson? Um, and then I started singing Last Train to Clarkson, and I was, I was like, oh, I think it's Clarksville. I'm like, shut up. Um, but shout out to him. And and the Devils really hurt me by the way they, their lack of wanting to pay respect to the greatest forward in franchise history. Except Patrick mm-hmm. Elias up your ass. Good player. Mm-hmm. But there's no fucking reason that 15 shouldn't be in the rafters there. There's no, no reason. No. He was your not first superstar. No, not at all. Go fuck yourself. Team should have, they should have made Elias wait until somebody there said, well, fuck it, we're going to put number 15 up there. Mm-hmm. We're going to raise ticket prices and put up a fucking television screen that looks like the goddamn Texas football stadium's one. So that when you're watching the game, you really don't even fucking watch it on the ice because you don't see how shitty it is. And we'll, you can watch it on television. This is what made me give them my fucking tickets. They put, Scott, they put a screen. Have you seen this new screen at the Prudential Center? No. Have you been up there to live. see this fucking thing? Okay. No, I, I Have you seen the screen now? I don't think I've been up there in like a... I've seen it once or twice on TV, yes. <clears throat> okay. So, so you, you, but you've been to... 
Tampa to see the Lightning play, right? Yes. Okay. You know the air screen? Yeah. Like that big fucking screen they have at Center Arista? Multiply the devil. The devil's one is basically fucking Jerry's world. Oh. Like it goes God. from dots to dots. Like there's no fucking reason a hockey team needs no a board reason. that goes no reason. dots no. to dots. Right? It's no not the dots. It's fucking stupid. It, 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 right? It's stupid how big this fucking screen mm-hmm. is. You mm-hmm. watch football. And, and it's course- so fucking bright. That you can't even watch the game on the ice unless it's below you. So when you're in the the, the, the upper bowl, you're mm-hmm. watching the fucking screen because it's stupid to look up to watch the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's fucking massive. Like, here's where I expected that to be, Vegas. Yes. I expected that. In Vegas, by the way, I didn't go to the team store. I, I did. It's a long story. We'll get into that. I, I'm going out there again next year for longer. Mm. <laughs> Might as well come. Right, what the fuck? I was going to say, um, can we can we, uh, can we can we expense it as a bit? Can we expense it as a business trip? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll rent. I'll, I'll get a suite when we all go out there. We'll all go. What the fuck? What the fuck? I don't give a shit. I'm going to let you get in the new contract soon. Um, big old fat fucking retroactive checks. Um, there we go. We like that. So, I have, I gave up my season tickets mm-hmm. last year. I, actually, I was, here's mm-hmm. the thing. I, I had ankle surgery, what, January 2017? Yeah, I couldn't give the tickets away because of how bad the, Scotty, I literally, every fucking day was putting something on Facebook. Who mm-hmm. wants my devil's tickets? I can't go. I'm, I, 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 fuck it. I was on a knee scooter for three months. I can't go to mm-hmm. the games. Whoever wants them, you can have my tickets. I don't want any money for them. Blah. Mm-hmm. You want to make a donation to the Fat Kid Food Fund? Please, whatever. I at one point was trying to trade like tickets for tattoos and nobody wanted them. Amazing, right? I can't even like trade tickets for tattoos. That was the crazy part. Um, I was like, I'll give you a hundred bucks plus two devil games to get that done. Yeah, I'd rather just have the money. Mm-hmm. All right, so I get rid of the tickets, mm-hmm. or I'm getting rid of the tickets because mm-hmm. you know. I didn't know when I was getting back to work full time, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> money's a little tight being out on workman's comp, you know, all nine yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the question. I have to finish installing software. Should I restart the computer or should I manually restart it later? Right now? Um, I'll do that later. Right. So I getting rid of the tickets. My rep mm-hmm. at the time completely understood what was going on. She says to me, mm-hmm. she goes, let me see if I can do something to help you out. I was like, well, just take, like, the games I bought back and make that my first couple payments. Mm-hmm. Whole nine yards, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get into the whole story because it literally will take mm-hmm. up the next yeah. hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes, mm-hmm. wherever it's all. 
So I, I was getting rid of the tickets. She mm-hmm. bribed me with luxury suite tickets to see Faith and Tim. If you've ever met me, wow. you know my undying love of Faith Hill. You've been with me. We've seen Tim McGraw together. Granted, he had Kenny Chesney with him, so that was the reason why I went to see him. Um, oh, crap. We should actually do this, Scotty. Um, 619-924-0842 is the number to call in. Follow us on the Twitter at WBIS Radio and Instagram at What's Brewing Show. Um, yeah, hey, hey, do something here. Promote it. Um, so we're not doing mm-hmm. this for no reason. Just not to have a recorded conversation. This is how the fucking government should get people in trouble. Like, we're going to do a podcast. Ain't nobody going to fucking listen. Um, That's right. So so I gave up the tickets, right? But then she, like, plied mm-hmm. me back in with the Faith and Tim tickets. And I looked at Lee, looked at my wife, and I said, hey, what's, what's let's do it. She's like, you're only doing it so you can in the luxury box to see Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. She's like, just buy a fucking ticket. Yeah, but it's a luxury box, honey. She's like, just buy a single ticket. I'm like, but it's, they're going to retire Eliash's number. All right, fine, get the fucking tickets, right? Mm-hmm. You know what my favorite part of the show is? I get the curse whenever I want. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do that on Terrestrial Radio, right? So, um, that was tough. I get the tickets. No. Terrestrial Radio really should get to the point where they let you curse. Because ain't nobody listening to that motherfucker anymore either. Nope. Um, nope, 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 nope. The fact there's only going to be like one radio company soon is like kind of scaring me. Um, and then there's the sports pope. Oh, fuck him. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. Um, so, right, so now they do all this bullshit, right? So I get the tickets for mm-hmm. She, we really liked this rep, and this the only reason why mm-hmm. we really did it is because of how much we liked her. Mm-hmm. She left to get a job in iHeartRadio or something, one of them radio companies. Okay, which is funny mm-hmm. because she has no realize she gets, she sees me at my real job, no idea mm-hmm. that like doesn't put two and two together that it's the same person. Oh, really? Like, oh, shit. That's what you do for a living. Yeah. Like, hasn't, like, realized it's me, but I've realized it's her. Because she rides, mm-hmm. you know. She, she really works. Um, I've seen her a couple times. It's funny as hell. Um, so, right, so I get, so, like, we get through, like, halfway through last year, and take, I can't move tickets because, you know, I work at night. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, that's it. I'm done with them. Call them up. Look, whatever I've paid up to this point, I'm good with the rest of the year. Shove them up your ass. Mm-hmm. So now I get probably six emails a month. Please come back. We miss you. Please come back. I was like, you only miss me because you ain't fucking selling tickets. Fuck off. No. Um, but we, we were like, oh, well, I was on vacation, like, the first week of January, so I was like, ah, oh, they're playing Toronto, I really wanted to see, like, you know, Austin Matthews play live, because I hadn't seen him yet. Mm-hmm. 
And then we went to a game. Right. To try to impress you and win you back, they gave us tickets behind the net. Where you can't see a goddamn thing. Didn't even, like, come and say, hello, how are you? Hey, let me take you out to dinner. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Let me let me get you up into the, the restaurants or the lofts or whatever. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. So we left there. Damn, this is a long story. I made this story really fucking long. Um, so long story short, I've always had this, you know, thing for the Bruins. Um, mm-hmm. And a weekend plan to the Bruins is cheaper than a 40-game plan for the Devils is. Plus, I get to go to Boston 10 times a year. There you go. <clears throat> so, yeah. I didn't... And, and, it also helps, not, and it also helps that mm-hmm. it... What's that? It also helps that in my no, real no. life... Right. I, um... I get a, uh... You know... I may have had mm-hmm. a... Union card that allows me to travel to Boston for very little amounts of money. That's right. So George yeah. George knows so that, that, that I that yeah. that when I moved to Florida, I kept the Ranger ticket. Um, do, you, do you still have them? No. When they came out with dumbass, yeah. You know what, George? When they came yeah. up with the, the the letter to the fans in February of 18, saying they were going to be yeah. effectively retooling, which has become a total rebuild, I sat down with my wife and we were talking and I said, you know, I said, it's going to be a disaster trying to sell these things. Kind of like uh, you no. said with the... No, not a chance. That's a dumb decision on your part, by the way. Scotty, it's I still the garden. Even... It's still the garden. You still have idiots I know, from I... feeding that want to see the Henrik Lundqvist play the hockey. I mean, come on, dude. It's not like the Prudential yeah, Center where more- nobody wants to fucking go to. No, I understand that. But You're sold out every night, but for- Yeah, but they were, you know, the emails I got begging me to come back? Yeah, because you know what? After 16 years, they're trying to keep you in the fold. I can understand that. But they I give, can understand George, that. They, they give, give you nothing. They give That's you. The problem. They give you. They give you no incentive Dude. to stay as a season ticket holder. No. Okay. I, well, see, your incentive there is. Hold on. This is where. Goddamn. We're never even going to hit the list of shit we have on there. Right, so we actually did catch no, those. Not at all. Okay. Um, I'm just like, let's see, let's see. All right, we've. You know what the funny part is? Um, actually, what? we have hit three of the things that we wanted to talk about. Um, Duke plays five o'clock tonight. Um, how do I say? It? Your incentive as a Ranger season ticket holder, your incentive as a mm-hmm. New York Football Giant season ticket holder, um, your incentive as a Vegas Golden Knights season ticket holder, 
But hold on, I'll get to them. One, you're good. Decent. Mm-hmm. You can get rid of tickets when you want to. You could sell them for anything, pretty much. Devil fans, the devils will undercut you like there's no tomorrow. And their ticket reps are in charge of the way they do it now is that they're in, their mm-hmm. uh, ticket reps are in charge of their inventory. So mm-hmm. just like Madison Square Garden was doing um, with extra tickets that were in theirs, um, mm-hmm. those cats um, put tickets up on stuff up. Mm-hmm. So they'll put the four seat, five seat. This is what they were doing to me. They were putting the five seat. You remember where I was? That year, I moved over mm-hmm. to seats one and two. I finally got to one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now seventh in that row. I'm now seven people to my left in that row. We went to two games. We were up and down the whole fucking night. Because when we could go oh, wow. to games, or when they were, right? Because I worked nights. I was mm-hmm. up and down the whole fucking game. I was like, come the fuck on, mm-hmm. dude. Really? You have to get a beer. I just got to the point, like, you know me. I, I, I don't give a fuck. I'll just yell. And at one point, I did yell. Seriously, if you're going to get up again, get me a fucking beer. I I was getting beers every time they fucking came back. There's like six beers behind me. I'm like, dude, I looked at my wife. I'm like, can you drive home from Newark? <laughs> Please. Do you mind driving home from Newark? Or just make sure that I'm driving straight, please. Dear God, I will not take the parkway or the turnpike. I will take the back roads if I have to. Um, mm-hmm. Like, yo, can you at least drink? And then I got to the point where I'm like, can you at least drink good fucking beer? <laughs> Enough of this Bud Light bullshit. Dilly dilly. But it's, it's impossible. You can't sell tickets there. I can't see you have a problem selling garden tickets. I can't. Because there's how many people that want to go see the Rangers? I was looking, I kept an eye on it for the first like month of the season. Yeah, here you go. Here's a bad example. Straight. Yeah, running, yeah, writing yourself ragged, dickhead. But mm-hmm. I would have been selling a lot of games at a loss. And because I wasn't, really? if I was up there, still you up there, George, I would have kept it. I would have kept the tickets because that's what would have happened. I would have ended up going. Correct. But because mm-hmm. I couldn't go was the reason that I said, you know what, it's about, it, it, it's not worth it. Um, but see, like, here's the thing, like, I, this is where I would look at it. All right. So, and for those of you fans that actually do this, um, would you think about it this way? Take the fact that, all right, so you're paying, I don't know what your number was, so we'll just use... 2,000 a seat, 4,000 for the season, right? We'll just use those numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Ain't you fucking – there's no way that I would sit there and say – I would never – I would look at it as the stock market. I would say, okay, 
Year one, I made a profit. Year two, I made a profit. Mm -hmm. Year three, I made a profit. Mm -hmm. I broke even in year four. All right, I lost a little Mm -hmm. bit. But the checks and balances there, Mm -hmm. over a five-year span, did I break even? Oh, yeah, over a five-year span, sure. See, that's where... Over a five-year span. Right, over a five-year span. But see, like, that's where I'm saying in your... In your case, mm-hmm. I would have kept them for when they were be good again. And then, okay, so I took the losses the last couple of years. I'll sell the ticket to face value or a little bit above. And it's mm-hmm. not even your face value. It's their face value. So even your face value is a season ticket holder for anybody who doesn't own them. Season mm-hmm. ticket holder face value is less than your face value. Those seats that I'm saying could be forty, fifty bucks a piece. For you could be seventy five. So if I sell mine right. at fifty six, I'm still making money. Right. You're right. saving money and you think you're saving money, but you're really still paying the whole fucking price. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, here you go. The Vegas Golden Knights. They had people sign a five-year minimum season ticket. Yep, five-year minimum. They're not allowed to charge. They're not allowed to raise the prices as part of that. Is a guarantee for three. Oh, okay. Right. Good idea. I mean, great idea. Especially considering the team went to the Stanley Cup Finals a year ago. Well, who the fuck knew that was going to happen? Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, they would never come up with that if they had known that. But here's the thing. Last year, granted it's their first year, so don't come fucking biting my fucking head off. Please, don't. dress you like you don't even know. Not you. I'm saying people on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't undress me here. Okay. Um, they, in their first year, gave all of the season ticket holders not a Fanatics jersey, Scotty. They gave them an Adidas jersey. They gave them a scarf. They gave them their, you know, premium fucking ticket for game one. Huh? They have a deal with uh, Axis, which is Mark Cuban's company. I think Mark Cuban owns all the ticket rights in in, in Vegas. I don't think, like, they're sticking bastard out there. Good for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just looking at Monday night's game. For, for them. Mm-hmm. They're, every game sold out. Mm-hmm. Except for like a handful of seats, right? But everything's right. resale. But you have to resale mm-hmm. through Axis. You have to resell through them. Okay. And, and here's the cool thing. They have this thing. They have their, there's this app. Right? It's called a flash seat mm-hmm. or something. Hold on. I have it on my phone. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, look at that. Lenny Dykstra cues. Oh, oh, here here you go, Scott. You're breaking news. Um, I'm not playing the thing for you. Dum, 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 dum. Oh, we got that. No, that's pretty much um, so they have this vivid seats or flash seats or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, vivid. Yeah, vi- vivid where you go seats, in, they call. Yeah. No, vivid seats is an app. Um, flash seats is like the thing. So you go in, you show okay. your phone. Mm-hmm. They scan your phone, and the girls got mm-hmm. like the little ticket, like the meter maid thing. It prints out your fucking ticket stuff. Hmm. They're doing that in Tampa too. Brilliant idea. Fucking idiot devil should have done that when they took away our paper fucking tickets. That was the other fucking thing with them. Going back to that. Oh, that was ridiculous. They took away fucking t- paper tickets for season ticket holders. Oh, they're back this year, by the way. Of course, I'm not there to go back. But I used to give them, like, give tickets away to, like, charities and shit. I can't get, fuck them all. Oh, whoever wins, give me their email address. Like, what the fuck is that? Huh? Um, but, yeah, we could... Dabble in some nights later. Um, but the whole thing that came down with it is it wasn't cost effective anymore. I worked the night shift. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kenny Chesney and George Strait sang a song about me. Working 3 to 11, 11 to 7. Much shift work here, kid. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's their whole thing. But I, I would never have given up the Ranger tickets. I wish I'd known you'd given up the Ranger tickets. I would have just fucking bought them from them. I would have paid for them. Because I know we'd make the money back. They are. They were when I left. And I don't think they raised them for this year. Uh, they were mm-hmm. about five grand. They were about 2500 each each ticket. In the 400s? Yep. Give me a fucking break. That's another reason. That's All right. Another you reason. know what? All right. Now, now I understand why. No, I, I don't blame you there. Four, five grand for the and blue I just, seat. Those are a thousand bucks when you just, had them when you first got them. Yep. And I just actually looked online just for chuckles and giggles. And I know it's the end of the season and, the, you know, both teams, one of the teams that are playing at home remaining is the Ottawa Senators, but starting prices mm. on the, for the first game against Ottawa was $40. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't have even, I mean. Yeah. And the problem yeah. was, is, and you know this too, George, it's too, mm-hmm. it becomes too much too consuming of your life on the day of a game to have to keep playing with these tickets to get them sold. Yeah. No, trust me. I know that part. So I said, you know what? Now the mistake I made was mm. last year I called up the light. This year I called up the lightning yeah. and I I inquired about half seasons at Amarillo Arena, which is about 50 minutes north of where I live. And the, light, the Lightning actually, supposedly, and I, and I do believe they do this, you know, they have some guy whose, mm-hmm. name, whose job title is director of checking StubHub. I mean, I swear they yeah. do. Where, where <clears throat> they only allow you to sell 
X percentage of your ticket before they take them away. Bullshit. Mm. So half Again, the reasons the were not going to. I know the Patriots did that with the first year of Gillette. I remember that was a big thing when people were selling, like, mm-hmm. the opening night Gillette and the Patriots are buying the tickets back. But they also had a thing where, like, you couldn't buy them through any of your cardboard visa at one point, too. It was, like, something crazy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then, I mean, so that, so that took away the, that took away the option for half seasons. But I was going to do a 10-game yeah. package with them. And, mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was a great idea. In my life, I love her to death, but my wife started looking at ticket ma- at, at StubHub prices in September <clears throat> and said, we'll mm-hmm. never make the money back if you sell four games. And I said, BS, we will. And not doing that again. I'm taking a 10-game package for the Lightning because – Lightning tickets, which I never thought I'd say, were going <laughs> at a two to two and a half times multiple for down the stretch. Those games against Washington that were here, mm-hmm. the game they played yeah, against recently. Boston recently that was here. If you don't you bring that game those, up to me there, pal. If you had those. Yeah, but that's Boston and Washington, though. I, you know. But this, but these pa- this this half game package that I was the ten game package was pretty much ninety mm-hmm. percent weekend. Yeah. Well, that's so what I was that's a, what I on, did. Yeah, I can understand. Like I was thinking about that with like the Bruins. Like if you buy a weekend package to them, mm-hmm. it's not a bad deal if you really start thinking yeah. about it. No, and if I made that, Granted, what would it? No, not a bad idea. No, if I made that, yeah. what was the equivalent of one ticket, one of those ten mm-hmm. game plans, and had to pay for the yeah. other one, and then divided the cost over what we went to, it would have mm-hmm. been probably less than the face value. I'm sure it would have been less than the face value I spent on those tickets. So yeah, probably. I'm doing I'm doing it for I'm gonna do it for next year. If you can get and into the feeling them next down, year. What'd you say? If you can get into them next year. If I can get into it next year, right. The feeling down yeah. here is just to give you for, for the what there are in terms of hockey fans now, right? And then the market is mm-hmm. is <clears throat> growing more and more, you know, as the years progress. That doesn't is help that the lightning couple, suck, or it doesn't help that the, the Rays, you know, football team sucks, and the Rays are, you know, mm-hmm. still fighting to get a new stadium. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt there. Um, I can understand. No, that. it does. It does not. It it does not. The feeling down here is it's Stanley Cup or bust for this team. I hate to be the first one to bust their fucking bubble, but I don't think they get past Boston in the second half.
Well, that's that, then that is the series. Honestly, that should be the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, <clears throat> those are the two best. Those are the two best teams in the NHL. Yeah, bar none, hands down, bar none. Hmm. Hmm. Hands down. And that's the series that scares everyone. That series is it, it, look Boston possibly will get Toronto in the first round, <clears throat> and we all know how they mm-hmm. go in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, remember that Icelanders weren't going to make a playoff. Yes. Yeah, I remember when people were saying. And and what's interesting about that to me is they everybody has finally admitted the mistake of the Islanders going to the Barclays Center was Mm -hmm. an absolute unmitigated disaster. They have already announced that their first round playoffs will be played at Nassau Coliseum. I don't remember if you do, George. I I don't remember the last time I saw the Islanders play a home game at the Barclays Center. Um, I think it was a Ranger game. I've actually like thought about going out to the Old Barn for a game because, like, from what I've seen, it's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Oh, absolutely. They they have real like, the, the fans on Long Island realize what they lost when that team left mm-hmm. Long Island. Yeah, I agree. It, there's still a lot of Ranger fans was, on Long Island, but <clears throat> but in saying that, there's still a lot of Islander fans left on their island. There are a lot of Islander them. fans left. And the thing was with the Barclays Center, if you lived in Nassau County, it was no, not a here. terrible commute, especially if you, you know, if you took a train and just, it was not a terrible commute to get to the Barclays Center. But if no. you lived in Suffolk, it was awful. It was as bad, if not worse, than going to the Coliseum. And so... Yeah. But at least if you went to the Coliseum, you got to go to Borelli's. ...that the Islanders did to start to restore that franchise to what it was in the 80s was bring the team back to Long Island. You're never going to be able to get the Coliseum as currently constructed up to the level of the new NHL buildings. So when they build the building in Belmont, Mm -hmm. it's going to be the answer to we're going to have an arena that is comparable to any of the new NHL buildings. But you know what the thing is, though? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because I'm just old school in this respect. And I kind of mm. like being old school in this respect. 
is there something wrong with playing in front of 14,000 people every night and getting 14,000 people every night as opposed to no. playing in a building that is cavernous and if there's nobody there, you know it? No. No. I I I mean there there were there were major issues with just with the like there in. were I understand at Continental that. At, at Continental Airlines Arena. There were there are major issues with the Coliseum. I mean I'm sure they fixed some of them um in mm-hmm. this time they took with the building closed to do refurbishments. Um yeah. but they're not they're they're not going to be able to fix all of them. That being said, I'm also like you. I'm a traditionalist. Mm-hmm. I would prefer the old Madison Square Garden to the new garden. Oh, my God. The only good thing about the new garden is I get to see Billy Joel once a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the only thing I look forward to there. Because um, I've been there a handful of times just this year alone whether to see Billy or, you know, the the Big Ten Super Saturday, which is, an, honestly, it's such a great idea um, mm-hmm. for the Big Ten to bring in, like, the Super mm-hmm. Saturday thing because, you know, you get the hockey game, you get the basketball game, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good idea. So... I mean, I would prefer the old Giant Stadium to the new one. Oh my, dude, that's not even like a that's not even a comparison. Anymore. But that, but but that new was, stadium, but George, sucks. That was, but that right, but that was because those were our homes when we were when we were doing mm-hmm. that stuff. Those were our yeah. homes, so we have a an emotional attraction to the old building. Hey. Look, I you can't pay me enough to go into fucking Yankee Stadium number three. You can't. I refuse to go. I mean, look, I I have no problem, you know, living where I live now. Mm. And the fact that, you know, going to Citizens Bank Park is a hop, skip, and a jump for me. As opposed mm-hmm. to Yankee State, you know, New Yankee State, Yankee mm-hmm. Stadium. Period. Whether it was the old one or the new one, I mean, the old one you mm-hmm. still want to go to. But I, we were laughing because we bought a couple of Phillies games this year, you know, and this was like post Harper, so it's like we were going to go anyway, but we bought the tickets post mm-hmm. Harper signing. Mm-hmm. Um. They are, uh, I mean, I spent, you know, a couple hundred bucks on tickets, and, mm. you know, sure as shit, I still spent less than I would spend at Yankee Stadium. Yes. Per game. And, 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 and look, do I think this is going to be a good Yankee team? Yes, I do. Do I think it's going to be an intriguing team to watch? Do I think that, that watching the, the two, three, four combination of Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, and potentially Luke Boyd 
is going to be must-see TV at times? Yes. Because I think it's going to be must-see TV for the simple fact that we're going to, it's going to be must-see StatCast TV, watching those guys hit balls 500 feet. But do, do I, do I, if I were up there, would I go a ton? No. No way. No. But they have not handled the traffic. They have not, right. But they have not handled the traffic situation getting out of there. It's as bad as it, mm-hmm. it's as bad as it ever was, and, and and you know, you and I, every back way to get out of that place to try to mm-hmm. avoid some of that traffic, and it's still probably worse than it ever was because I'm sure we're not the only ones that found that by this point. No, no, you know, not in the day of ways and GP, not in the day of ways and GPS. No, correct, correct, and that stadium no. has. No atmosphere to it compared mm. to the old one. No. And the amount with all of – and listen, I, I understand professional sports, and I understand the rising cost of professional sports, and I don't take anything away from the owners for wanting to put in the Audi club and the Delta 360 club and then this club. But to look down and see empty seats – there is nothing, there is no atmosphere in that building, sometimes even for a postseason game, let alone a regular and, season game. And here's the problem with the, um, with the atmosphere of the stadium itself, and I find mm-hmm. this, you are now treated as a paid studio audience. More than you are treated as a fan. Yes. You are no longer... You are no longer a fan there as you are, like I said, a paid studio audience. Mm -hmm. You are paying for the right to be part of a studio audience. And... Hell, mm-hmm. the last Yankee game I went to mm-hmm. was the day they retired Andy Pettit's number. Mm-hmm. That was what, 15? 15, 16, 15, something right? like that, yeah. I think so. I think no, it wasn't 16 because I wasn't married yet. It was definitely before I got married. So it was 15? The last time I stepped foot in, yeah, it was 15. The last time I stepped foot in that stadium, was because a certain guy who puts on the greatest stage show of any musician who I've mm-hmm. now seen in multiple cities, multiple, I mean, mm-hmm. dear, dear Christ, I went to Notre Dame to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time I was there, I see Garth. Mm-hmm. That was the last time I stepped foot in that place. And you know what? Mm-hmm. You didn't have a hard time getting me to step foot in there again. And no, part of my no, I, problem I, I, with it is a huge part of my problem with the place is was what Juan Cho said a couple of years ago. People need to learn how to act in the expensive seats. Go yourself. 
Seriously, don't go. Exactly. Fuck yourself. Because you, you know what? Yeah. I, I look at it this way. I'm paying to be part of your studio audience because you are, are mm-hmm. you are producing a television show. You're not mm-hmm. producing a baseball team anymore. You're not. It's not a baseball game anymore. It, you're yeah. a studio audience, and they mm-hmm. treat you as such. Some people need to learn how to cheer. Fuck off, dude. It's a baseball game. We're not going to... I don't, don't know. Like, you know. Right. I don't know if it will make things any better now that the Yankees own a larger percentage of that stadium. I don't know. No, don't because know. now it just is going to make it... Now they're just making it more unfan friendly. And, they, and and that's I mean they've the taken away seats. Right. You've taken out seats. Mhm. You've taken out seats in the ballpark. You've taken out other stuff. Mhm. And you still mm-hmm. can't sell the expensive seats. No. Or if you I do mean, all you're trying to do is get or the or if people do buy the expensive seats, they're sitting down in the clubs the entire game. So it looks like mm-hmm. you've sold nothing. I mean, I it it's it, I'd much rather I, I tell you I'd much rather watch them at home yeah. than. Then go, and I will see them when they come to the trap. As I said, I will go to the trap. I'm not a big fan of the trap, but I will go to the trap. Hey, you them. know what? I'd rather go to the trap. You know, here, here's the way I look at this, Scotty. And maybe I'm wrong here. I'd much rather go. Part of the thing, like when I went out to Notre Dame to see Garth, we stayed in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, like we stayed in Chicago. Before we left mm-hmm. Chicago, we drove to Wrigley. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even get into Wrigley. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you look at here's the problems with that place, and 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 stop mm-hmm. me if you think I'm wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the problems I have with that place. One, it's dynamic mm-hmm. pricing. Right, yeah. I think that's destroying sports. I agree. With but you. when you can go to Philadelphia mm-hmm. and sit, you know, they're selling. The wings of the upper deck for a for eleven bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's their their dynamic pricing. So it's not like at all. Mm-hmm. Bleacher seats are twenty six bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. At a Phillies game, and I know this because I bought tickets to a Phillies game. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you can sit right behind the first base bag for 50 bucks, and the Yankees are charging mm-hmm. you 
250. I bought three frigging mm-hmm. games. I bought two games to the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Parking. And it still cost me less than it would mm-hmm. cost me to go to one Yankee. Yeah. Just in tickets. Um. Hmm. And then come at me and tell me I don't know how to sit in the expenses seats. Off. Fuck off. Right, right, and, and again, every we we understand you, you know, it being in still being in Jersey, me having lived in New York for a long time. We understand everything is more expensive in New York City. I get that. But but the mm-hmm. inability of both the Rangers and the Yankees to make a portion of their stadium available to bring young fans so a father can say for a hundred bucks or a hundred and twenty dollars with parking, with food, <laughs> with uh, souvenirs. I can yeah. bring my child to the game and get them in love with the sports the way I did. No. Doesn't happen. They don't think that. All they care are I mean, is there enough suits sitting downstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I remember for years sitting in the bleachers mm-hmm. for next to nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 bucks, 12 bucks for the bleachers. I mean, yeah, something like that. These teams just don't. Or the wings, or, get the, it. or those three sections, the old stadium and the wings of the upper deck were not much more than that. Yeah. They just don't get it anymore. They've lost touch with reality. I agree. And it's fine with me because I've let it slide. You know, not to really try to quote Billy Joel there. Yeah. On that note, I got to head off for for this show. With her. But we will do it again next uh, next Sunday. Next, next Sunday we'll talk this. I got, yeah, next Sunday we'll do it. But I got WrestleMania, so there won't be proper no, no. whiskey so we'll, we'll, let's, take, let's, take, let's take next Sunday off because I got to visit a very important mouse. Hey, have fun with Mickey. Okay. But the following Sunday we'll do it again, my friend. All right. Been a lot of fun. So, hell, we'll go to a break. Yes, sir. All right, we'll go to break. Uh, we'll be back with more of the George Bruce Show and the What's Brewing Sports Radio. about Headblade, check us out at headblade.com. So cool, so confident when you shave, that's why you should buy 
Hi, folks. I've just spent a delightful time chatting with George Brew on his What's Brewing show. Boy, this guy asks great questions. He's fun to talk to. Just wonderful to listen to him and to hear what he has to say. And you'll enjoy it, too. So make sure to listen to What's Brewing with George Brew. You'll find it's a time of your life. Yeah, welcome back to the George Brew show, the rebirth of it. Uh, episode number dose. Numero dose of the George Bruce Show here on the What's Brewing Sports Radio Network, powered as always by the fine folks of Blog Talk Radio. Good having Scotty back in the in the fold here. Some of your favorite cast members may be coming back soon. You never know. Um, Twitter at WBIS Radio, Instagram at What's Brewing Show. Um. We dabble a little bit in it. Um, obviously, if you listen to the show, we go wherever we want it to go. Um, but let's look a little bit into the NHL playoff picture, shall we? Um, you have a handful of teams that have clinched already. Uh, Boston, obviously. Tampa Bay, we just talked about, who have, you know, run away with everything this year. Um, the point that, you know, you look at like a team like the Boston Bruins, you know, and everybody's got three or four games left, so it's not like heavy lifting anymore. Um, we are at the point of playoff clinching scenarios. Teams need help if they want to get in. Uh, Columbus needs Columbus, who's riding a four-game winning streak, plays today against the Buffalo Sabers. That could help them out. Montreal has um, played last night. They won. They strengthened theirs. They got Montreal. They have Tampa Bay um, on April second. That's the back half of. Back to back with the Tampa Bay Lightning, with Tampa Bay, who was Ottawa on Monday, Montreal on the second. Toronto has the Islanders tomorrow. The Islanders, who clinched the playoff spot last night, they would need a minor miracle to win that division. Pittsburgh really can't. And what's keeping them from clinching is, and they play Carolina tonight, so that's a four-point game. Pittsburgh wins, Carolina loses, Pittsburgh goes up four points on them with three to play. That could possibly clinch for them, but the NHL doesn't exactly do what the NFL does where you have your clinching scenarios. Um, you just kind of be like, oh, cool, we clinched. Um, at one point last week, Vegas needed a point to clinch. Um, Arizona kind of fell off there. Uh, in their last 10, they're 3-4-3, three, three, where Vegas is 4-4-2 four, four, over their last 10. They've uh, 
had a tough run of it lately. Also, has a lot to do with the fact that their number one goaltender is not between the pipes. Um, so at some point, they're going to need to get Mark Andre Fleury back. That that's that's stating that is a captain obvious statement. If there ever was a captain obvious statement, he should be back soon. I, I'm guessing. I mean, he, he should be. He did take time off for the birth of his child, so good for him. Congratulations on the sex there, Flower. Um, but you look at the NHL playoffs as we sit today, and, um, yeah, you're going to have a good playoff series. You're going to have a good playoff series. Calgary is 103 points. They're going to win the Western Conference. Um, nobody's even close to touching them. This uh, you went the old ways. Vegas, who is not. Now, if you went the old ways, I, and I kind of miss the old way with the playoffs at one strike, the one to eight. Um, because you'd have intriguing matchups. I mean, Boston would get Pittsburgh, so I kind of don't like that for that reason. Um, but if you look in the West, you have a team like, you know, Vegas, who's third in airs, they would be sixth overall. Um, there's only two seeds left in the West uh, that need to clinch. Dallas is sitting in the seventh spot, Colorado in the eighth. Colorado, we get Calgary, which could be a really good uh, series if it, if it gets that. Uh, Winnipeg would then get uh, Dallas, could be another good series. That's a sleeper series, if you ask me. That could definitely produce an upset. You know, San Jose gets Vegas, obviously. Nashville gets. And the funniest part with the West is if you did it the old way, <laughs> um, you're getting exactly what you wanted. You know, other than the fact that San Jose would have to draft third because they're in the same division as Calgary. Uh, other than that, San Jose would get Vegas in the old system. Nashville and St. Louis would get each other in this old system. They're going to get each other regardless in this round. Uh, in the first round here. So, you look at just the playoffs in general, where when you look at the East, the disparity is light years apart um, you know where if the playoffs would start today you know one and two would still get seven and eight that's done then you go into the other ways where Washington would get or Boston would get Pittsburgh and the Islanders would get Toronto well that's just going to flip 
because the way it's done. We have expansion coming up in a couple of years. I would prefer to get rid of the wild cards. You know, where when this system was done, you know, you had 30 teams. 13 in the, 16 in the east, 14 in the west. Well, when Seattle joins it, you're going to have 18 in each. And you're going to have a, a division. You're going to have to realign somebody. Uh, or maybe not. Yeah, they're going to have to realign something. They're going to have to move somebody over uh, just by looking at it. Um, Seattle's going to go into the Pacific uh, you know, when you look at the Pacific, it's Calgary. There are chance they can move them. Uh, I don't think it's going to be radical. But Calgary or Edmonton will go into the Central to give them their eight. Seattle go in the Pacific because it doesn't make sense to have, the, have them in the Central. You want to build a franchise there. Um, you definitely don't want their most of their games starting at 4 and 5 o'clock when they're on the road, especially if you're going to go to the 2-2 like they do now. But that's hockey talk. Um, it is time in baseball for overreaction season to begin. Um, you look at Boston Red Sox have not come out of the gate like a house of fire, like you would have thought. Um, Dodgers are hitting home runs like it's you know like it's their job to do. Thirteen over three games. Seattle's you know playing really well to start the season. Let's also not forget that they had, you know, Seattle's already played two major league games um, going into this. Um, so they had that. And, you know, they're starting, you know, let's go back to Seattle, blah, blah, blah. Attendance in baseball is still a problem. And it's got you touched on. There's still big names that have not signed contracts yet for next year uh, or for this season. It's not even next year anymore. It's for this season. Dallas Keuchel's one. Uh, Craig Kimbrell's another one. And, you know, we kind of dabbled into it, but we can definitely uh, expand upon it now. Um, When you look at baseball free agency in general, Scotty brought up a good point there, that the analytics have taken over to the point where, you know, guys are going or showing up to teams going, well, this is what we can give you. You need somebody that's old school to look and go, all right, like we discussed last week about Bryce Harper, um, which still makes me scratch my head. And then the MLB put out their – Jersey sales, I mean, jersey sales in baseball is not football. You know, people wear football jerseys. Oh, I don't really wear baseball jerseys as much. But 
where you could see Mike Trout still second in, in selling jerseys. Uh, you know, they're not selling them to that anti market. I mean, that's for goddamn sure. Um, they're the second team there, and they're and they're comfortable with that. And, and kudos to them for being comfortable with being that second team in that market. Um, they understand. You know, it's not like New York where – I apologize for that. It's not like New York where Mets fans think that they're the first team in the market. But, you know, that that's Mets fans. They know they're not. They they pretty damn well know that they're not the top dog in their market. It's the Yankees. Now, you can make a case that if the Mets aren't good with the influx of and, – and this is the biggest problem that with New York, they can sit there and say, well, you know, people do come from all around the world, you know, to make a vacation out of seeing their team play the Yankees or their team playing the Mets. And, 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 and that's a legitimate thing. That's a legitimate thing that happens in New York. Um, but you can't play off of that. You can't just go, oh, well, we do X, they do the Y, and everything will be hunky-fucking-dory. Um. Because they schedule. This is the way they make the schedule. Um, schedule in baseball seems to get a lot of teams here on weekends for no other reason than, and or you see teams come here in the summer a lot of times after a couple of years, so that hey, here we go. Now we can go and see why this team is. Here at a certain time, you know, the Yankees for years used to go to Kansas City in May. Weather starts to get nice, you get people out to the ballpark, and it helps them out um, profusely. When you look at, you know, you're going to have big numbers at the ballpark. Uh, this week in you know, in Washington, when the Phillies go there the first time, I'm sure Bryce Harper's going to get food. Pretty sure of it. You know, because fans don't understand it's a business. They, they're loyal to the laundry. Teams aren't. Teams aren't loyal to players. Players aren't loyal to laundry. Players are loyal to their pocketbook. They sit there and say, I kind of want the money. kind of want to go where the money is. And, and and you can't beseech anybody. You know, take out your fandom. I talk about this all the time. Take out your fandom. Go to your boss and say, hey, I want X. I want, I make 60000 now. I want 80000 Well, they're going to say, you know what? You're worth it. Here you go. Or he's going to say, no, you're not worth it. You're only worth 60 So then you go out and you don't have contracts and you don't have free agency. So you go on your whatever your um, job-finding headhunter site is 
and you say, okay, I'm a textile salesman. I want X, Y, and Z. They're going to find you X, Y, and Z. And you say, okay, thank you. And then you go and, and you start your job and you go to a new company and well, that's all these guys are doing. It's just that you have loyalty to laundry. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. You can get butt hurt. They don't give a shit. You get butt hurt that Bryce Harper is no longer a Washington National. You should have enjoyed him while he was there. Could have gotten butt hurt that Jason Giambi was no longer a member of the Oakland A's. Should have enjoyed him better when you were there. Maybe he says, "Yeah, I really like playing here." That happened a lot of times. Guys, I really like staying here. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna play for a lot less. No, when you put money in front of people, they're gonna go, "Fuck you." No, I want the money. But you look at a team like the Boston Red Sox right now, they're struggling coming out of the gate, haven't really pitched well. Seen a couple things where, oh, man, you know, maybe they didn't get ready to go at the start in spring training. These guys are professionals. Don't blame a manager because the guy's not ready to go. Some of these guys have never pitched this deep into a season. You look at you know you look at just it in general and they don't care. Players don't care. And if players do care, that's a whole other story. But players care as much as you do, it ain't never going to happen again. Players no longer care as much as the fans do. Fans need to understand that. You really need to. You really need to. Um, break here. We'll be back with more of the George Bruce Show on the West Marine Sports Radio Network. In Ireland, the highest form of compliment in any pub is an insult. So I'm considered quite complimentary. <laughs> Proper number 12, Irish whiskey. Hi, this is Matt Barnaby, and you're listening to What's Brewing. Scotty, no more autographs, please. Damn, I wish I played that when he was on the air still. That would have been hysterical. Um, yeah, so we're going to overreact to baseball because hey, let's not forget some teams will play three games, some teams will play two. Play 162. You're not even one percent of the way through the season yet. So let's you know back it up here. The Yankees have played well. Oh, look at that! The pitcher went to shit. You know, uh, it, not re-signing David Robertson for the Yankees could be possibly a big deal. I'd be remiss to talk about in the fact that last week we did show. We did this show. Had no idea it was coming. 
And then a couple hours after the show ends, greatest tight end in Patriot history. Not people have got the greatest tight end in NFL history. It definitely did change the game. It changed the way you thought about tight ends. Uh, we want to wish here, and we've had a lot of fun, uh, thanks to him. We, we, we've definitely, we definitely enjoyed him. Uh, probably more than we probably we definitely should have. Um, and once again, it's, it's what I go back to. Uh, congratulations on a career to Rob Gronkowski that is. Can't even say anything else. It was, it was amazing to be able to watch him. It was definitely amazing to watch him. We enjoyed his his time with the Patriots. Um, we're gonna miss him, and and as Patriot fans, we're going to miss him. He, um, you know, he uh, he definitely gave. Patriot fans and NFL fans in general, a lot of fun. I mean, you, know, you go back to, you know, early in his career when he was a little loose with the media, and, you know, dropped the Yosoy Fiesta. And, um, now, what can you say about a guy who, who won three Super Bowls and was on the field for two of them? Um, and in his math, Somehow works out that he's only got, you know, two or something. I don't know. But he kind of gets to go out on his own terms. Now. I'm not going to sit there and start, is he going to do it, blah, 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 blah. Is he going to come back? You know what? If he comes back, that's on him. Uh, congratulations to Alex Ovechkin for his eighth 50 goal season in the NHL. That is a damn fine accomplishment. Um, UMass has now punched its ticket to the Frozen Four. Uh, Frozen Four is coming up. in three weeks. Something that's after the college, it's after the basketball ends. Um, Virginia has gotten dirt lucky uh, in the last couple games. So has Duke. You know, I'm not going to sit here and go, well, they've gotten lucky. So, no, Duke got lucky. You know, Duke's gotten lucky. Um, It's a product of playing the same teams over and over and over again. I mean, you look at, you know, you had a, a Sweet 16 matchup against Virginia Tech. There's some twice this year. And then you just, it's all about a following thing. It's, can you get it right today at 5, whatever it is, 505 or something, their tip off against Virginia, uh, against Michigan State? You know, this was the game, and this was the uh, 
debated topic towards Michigan State going into this tournament. You know, did they get hosed winning the Big Ten and then still being in the same and getting the first two seeds? Well, I, I think the first two seeds should be against the four, the fourth one seed, not the first, um, the number one overall team in the tournament or were they eight? You know, you have no idea. This tournament didn't do many teams many favors. They, um, there are some teams here who, you know, Virginia gets a one seed, and I still don't, I still question it. Okay. I, I still question it. They're not fun to watch. They're absolutely not fun to watch. Um, They're not, they're not always fun to watch, they're especially defensive. They play defense. And, and, and defense is one of those things where you're going to get defensive teams when you don't have the one and done. You're going to have not very defensive teams without the one and done. You know, if the team's got one and done, it's going to be offense. You look at the Duke uh, Blue Devils this year, offensively, they're not what they've been. Their offense runs through three guys. You know, they've been predicated in years past to shooting the three, and they haven't done that this year. It's good for them. Um, it, it's definitely one of those things where you just sit there and go, mm, let's see where this goes. Uh, but I, I think we've all come to realize that Ian Williamson is a – Beast. Absolute beast. He is a kid who should still be in high school. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget that this kid should still be in high school. We've all been watching him on YouTube forever. Instagram, whatever. He is an athletic freak who got reclassified this year to come out and play this year for this team. Trey Jones has to continue for Duke to play well. Um, Barrett has been phenomenal, RJ Barrett, who, you know, was probably going to be the first overall pick until Zion decided to uh, take his GED and get reclassified. Duke is in a very good spot for them. You know, and as long as Coach K stays on the sideline, Duke's going to be fine. The day he decides to hang him up is the day that Duke isn't the favorite to win the national championship. Ten more minutes left here. 
right back. Right here. Hey, it's Coach Kevin from Superfans.com. Superfan Shirts. Superfans has Boston's best T-shirts. Uppercase B's for the adults and lowercase B's for the kids. You see our street hustlers at your favorite event or you shop with us at Superfans.com. At Superfans, we're just like you. We take pride in our town and support the best our teams have to offer. Listen to your New England soul. Visit Superfans.com and say hello next time you see us around town. We make Boston's best T-shirts for New England's best fans. Superfans! Superfans is a proud sponsor of Dirty Water TV. Hi, this is Chuck Knobloch. All you out there listen to What's Brewing, the best damn show on the internet. Check it out. That's cool. World champion set up. Um, you, congratulations to the Lakers for massing last year's win total. Even getting with me, Bron. Uh, it's probably the most basketball we've ever talked in that one statement, other than the fact that we're on one. Some really anything a trade to the next. Um, but the NBA is so soft. It really is. It's so soft. Teams just aren't that good. It, it just. It's just whatever. I mean, you're looking at the Knicks with 14 wins this year. Phoenix with 17. The Lakers have officially been eliminated from playoff contention. Awesome. Awesome. The entire Western Conference has clinched the playoff spot. The East still has three spots left. Detroit, Brooklyn, and Miami. Going back to what Scotty was saying before, let's not think let's think about this. I think more than one round's gonna be played at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Just if the Nets are in the playoffs. Pretty good. Pretty good. Let's make the playoffs. You'll see more Islander hockey at the Mausoleum. And then after the games, go to Borelli's. For damn good Italian food. Damn good. You look at the NHL. There's a lot of storylines going into the playoffs. If Vegas doesn't get back to the... I don't want to go to Stanley Cup final because that's just... Last year was special. I mean, they sit there and spend more of the money. You know, you look at some of the stuff that they did in the last couple of years. Mark Stone, trading for Mark Stone, phenomenal. Um, and that's going to be a long-term thing, bringing in Max Pacioretty. Another good thing for the organization. They're set up. They're going to have to spend now 
So normally with a team that is an expansion team, the whole spending thing doesn't happen the first couple of years. Well, because of what they've been able to accomplish in their first two seasons with making the playoffs both years, getting a little bit of help in the expansion drafts as they have, as they did. You know, not every time does a goaltender the caliber of Mark Andre Fleury become available on that, but fortunately for them, he was. Um, you know, it, it's always there. Is Seattle going to – this is the problem with what, what Vegas has done. Does that really hurt Seattle's chances? Because GMs and coaches are going are going to say, hey, we don't want this to happen again. We're not going to look at what the Knights were able to do with some of the trades they were able to pull off some of the way the protections went for players um, while Bill Carlson comes to mind, where they were sitting there going, you know, we'll take this guy, and it's not just him. So he's just the example I'm using right now. But, hey, we'll take this guy off your team, but we won't pick this person. Okay. You know, so they were able to make deals. Um and then and, and will that happen again? No idea. No idea. All right, kids. Another fun one in the books tonight here on the West Bruin Sports Radio Network. We will holler at you soon. All your people want me to do is just laugh, but shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Bye, everybody. Just shut up. Close it.